and we're back for another episode of Meatball Thoughts. I am your host, Tomas Sebastian, and I think what is going to end up being a co-host scenario for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Uh, close friends, don't touch the table. Uh, <laughs> close friend, uh, borderline love of my life, Matt Parker, Max Taylor. Borderline, wow. <laughs> Hi, guys. How's it going? Son, I mean, we're both... We're both uh, heterosexual white males, so I mm. mean, it's a weird kind of love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started, folks. Don't get me started. But um, yeah, no, I think uh, I think I think that's kind of. I mean, we were talking literally just before this about like, you know, because. I don't know if I ever told you, but originally you were, it was, the intention was to do the podcast with you because no, yeah, you our me. conversations are literally just fucking bananas yeah. half the time. Yeah. Right? I remember we were supposed to do a bicycle trip. Uh, I'm still going to do that trip. Three, just not for a few years. Three years ago now? Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, we were going to fly. There's a bunch of different iterations, but it was going to be a really long bicycle trip down the West coast. And uh, we were going to bring a mic and record all, all our way and stuff like that. And didn't end up happening but you know you started talking to john and i was busy running a restaurant and now we're here and now and now you're restaurantless now i'm now i'm (laughs) now i'm not homeless i'm uh jobless jobless but but entrepreneur recently signed a home yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah renting one home but signed a lease to another another home uh yeah affinity fish will be coming to dundas west soon enough hopefully around june june hopefully (laughs) jesus yeah (laughs) The only thing is, yeah, the the fridge fridge parts are like everything's made in China, so it's like uh, the lead out time is minimum sixteen weeks. Yeah, we should. Good douche. <laughs> oh, so it was like even if we wanted to like have it finished, like we wanted to build the fridge first so we could be operating wholesale, but it's not gonna. Can it's you gonna talk to? Um, you should talk to Nick Stark. He's got literally has a walk-in fridge yeah. just sitting in his apartment. Yeah, we, not put together. We did. Uh, we actually, yeah, we were talking to Nick, and we hung some lake trout in there for a couple of weeks. It was great because he had like winter truffles and chanterelles oh, and dude, was morels. It like the most delicious fucking yeah. trout you've ever. Tasted? It was crazy, man. We hung it for two and a half weeks, and oh. it was just five fish. And I've taken it to like three weeks almost with lake trout, and it's crazy because at a certain point it'll just start leaking fat and it's just really? like dry on the outside but on the inside it's just like Butter. dripping fat and uh it was really interesting the first time we've because i've done it in a pretty janky setup every other time at sky bar but uh this time was in a fridge full of mushrooms and there was um good mold on the inside of the fish and it's stuck like it stunk like truffles and mushrooms and we sold all five of them to like uh, home buyers sorry yeah um and they loved it. They was sold them whole. Yeah, and how just, could you not? Yeah, so one guy Ugh. just roasted it over the coals, just like stuffed it, and then roasted it over the coals, and it was, yeah, yeah, it's delicious. Jesus so Christ. yeah, we we have that option. Um, yeah. We're gonna buy a couple fridges and try to operate a little bit uh, while we're building and stuff like that. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but soon, soon well, we come, got, soon come. Yeah, and we yeah. got lots of other work to do, like customer user experience and all that stuff to do while we're building yeah. the space. So start executing the website a little more and stuff like that yeah um so shout out to finny fish needless to say Mm -hmm. uh very excited to have a co-host back Mm -hmm. um you're out john fuck you uh no (laughs) no john john will be john will be around he'll be around um but no you and i were talking just because i i think and it was it was something that was really it kind of struck a chord with me. I feel like we probably talked about this on your your one year uh, sober. Mm-hmm. Which congratulations, you are Thank now you. officially a year and year a and month. month. Yeah, year and a month, thirteen months, baby. I forgot, and then my wife told me yesterday. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But everything after a year is like, eh, I did that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> until you hit two years, and then you'd be like, oh, like, well, well, two years. I did that? Fucking up top, bro. <laughs> um, but no, it was one of those things where, like, when you reached out and you were like, yo, I want to, like, I, I, I have these things I want to say. And I'm like, hmm. I feel like both of our energies over time have matured. Even just before this, mm-hmm. we were talking about that place I used to live on Dunn and how much of a shit show <laughs> that was. It felt, feels like a different lifetime Yeah, ago. yeah. And I think, you know, we, we've had our ups and downs in our friendship, but, like, mm-hmm. it's being sticking with with that friend like i guess sticking with that energy knowing full well that even though you or i might be 
cheesed at each other given mm-hmm. in a given moment mm-hmm. that the intention is always good there the intention is always love yeah um, for sure. whether or not you know i misspeak or mm-hmm. um or or whatever it is right mm-hmm. let's just it's more more often than not it's when yeah. tom says something a little <laughs> A, well, little, I think, a little too quick and th- doesn't it, think about it but i think you and i have always kind of lived like parallel but like kind of interlocking and then un- unlocking lives like it's always been we've always been kind of going the same direction in our lives mm. to some degree but we've always kind of connected and disconnected and connected and disconnected but it's always mm. been going towards the same yeah. you know common good goal i think and the love the love of food and yeah shit talk um, no. <laughs> um so hopefully our thought is or at least certainly uh matt's idea was and i think i think we're gonna run with it um is maybe after hours and stuff at affinity fish we'll fucking mm-hmm. we'll try and set up like a bit of a round table situation and get yeah more of our friends around and have some more uh more like more dynamic conversations mm-hmm. at least uh yeah. i mean i i know i enjoy it in the group in a group setting regardless mm-hmm. just because the energy changes and yeah it, it changes in like such a fun way because mm-hmm. like you were even saying like uh jacob mm-hmm. would be really nice to have a guest i've never actually like had a conversation with yeah. him outside of hey man nice to meet you yeah you know what i mean yeah and i know he's has a wealth of knowledge as far as like being a business owner and operator yeah super talented chef mm-hmm. uh family man you family know he's man, got yeah. fucking three kids, <laughs> three kids and like yeah. just the balancing act that is that yeah right? exactly um and you know cody wilkes cody wilkes um who mvp we fucking uh i recorded a few episodes of uh stuff i just haven't put it out yet God oh yeah I, I just never put it out i just i got lazy this winter but your we boy, all did. Your boy, your boy's getting back on the the productive tip. Um, <laughs> but no, like like the energy, it, it changes. Mm-hmm. It changes, and it, it it for me, it's more fun. I don't yeah. Know, what, what, what's your thought on that? I think for me, like I've been watching a lot. I've had a lot of free time on my hands lately. Um, so I've been watching a lot of YouTube, and and I was actually talking to my therapist about this the other day of of kind of celebrating my curiosity and realizing mm-hmm. that curiosity is a part of me and it's also something that has really driven me to be as successful as I am in certain aspects of my life like mm. cooking and yep. different things like I just get obsessed with things so I was watching these YouTube videos and there's this thing called round table with um, uh, Hollywood uh, actors and it was really interesting because it's you know I think there's something to be said about like how people want to watch like the Joe Rogan experience and they want to see you know Elon Musk talk like not in a weird interview you know what i mean and like yeah. more of you can Where see more of them it's conversational conversational yeah. and you can see more of them not, so not direct pointed <clears throat> questions yeah and yeah. it was cool because like this interview was like with like really famous actors that i like really love all of their movies and to hear them talk about like acting as a profession and how seriously they take it but mm-hmm. also at the same time like talk about the world and like how they're acting how they view um you know playing real characters or real life people or whatever mm. and just like hearing their different perspectives and like each person it was like crazy there was one with like Robert De Niro and like a bunch of other people and like everybody's like fawning over Robert De Niro but it was like a really interesting dynamic because it's like all these different actors talking about similar things and being prompted but I thought it was a really be really cool way to do a podcast and stuff like that so So maybe that's maybe that's the 2022 iteration yeah is you me and a whole bunch of assholes Uh. (laughs) a bunch of of hooligans yeah Um, but for now Mm-hmm. For now, it's just these two hooligans, um, and I know we have a we have a little couple yeah. of topics. Couple of topics. Um, so let's let's jump right into it because cool. I know you've got places to be and a wife to see. Yeah, and... she's fine. She's having a nap. <laughs> Don't worry about her. No, <laughs> no, 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 I left her some food when she wakes yeah. up. There's plenty of water. Yeah. Um, she knows where the bathroom. No. Um, <laughs> Love you, Marla. Don't ever change. <laughs> um, except for forever and always. Um, but suppliers operate on credit. So, like, mm-hmm. we just, I was just texting you random little things. Um, and I know John and I uh, have talked off mic about it. Mm-hmm. Um, about, like, trying to change a certain element to the, like, hey, I'm not just going to operate on faith right yeah. away that you're gonna pay me because yeah. most restaurants won't yeah they'll be like 
oh, that bill that's only 800 bucks, like we're going to mm-hmm. push it down the line because we owe this other supplier 10 grand and yeah. we'd rather chunk away at that debt instead of paying this fucking mm-hmm. itty bitty little supplier. Yeah. Like, it's... would what's, do you guys have like a policy that you're going <clears> to <throat> operate with as yeah. far as Infinity Fish? Have you like, have you talked about it specifically being like yeah. this is our fucking policy and we're not for sure deviating and we're trying to i mean i'm sure well. you'll deviate but there's rules to every except there's totally there's exceptions to every rule rather. and yeah like depends like, on how you know loyal a customer is and how we know them and how, stuff like that true, and true. that has a lot to do with it but uh yeah for for those of you who don't know um affinity fish is a wholesale uh, fish company that i started with uh, john and uh we also are going to have a retail shop which was we were just talking about but um yeah, selling to restaurants. Restaurants just have a culture of <laughs> getting product and then not paying it for th- a minimum 30 days, which is kind of shocking when you think about like any other service industry of any other kind in the world. Where it's mm. like, when do you ever go to a store and then be like, I'm going to take this, um, but I'll pay you in a month. Hit you, hit you back in a month or two. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's pretty weird to think about, but uh, you know, I think it's very systematic in the way that like that's just how restaurants are the, the only way that certain restaurant businesses are able to function as if they, you know, save up for that payment or whatever, mm. just constantly in debt, basically, right? And, yeah. you know, we both worked at places that are, you know, razors. No, no longer with us. Razors. <laughs> Let's just ra- say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like riding the razor's edge of uh, financial ruin. But it's um, it's been an interesting thing because, um, you know, I thought, getting into it, I thought that it would be much more smaller restaurants that would be more difficult to deal with, where it's mm. just like, you know, they're, you know these owners are trying to make it work and they got small staff they got they're not selling as much food you know what yeah. i mean but actually it's the opposite way around um the corporate restaurants are usually the ones that are like oh we only do 30 days out no other option so for because, us because they're they're bookkeepers or whatever like yeah they, they don't they're not as intimately so involved yeah in i that, think or? it's definitely a thing like that where okay. it's it's not like you know in a small restaurant you have the chef and then he hires a bookkeeper or whatever whoever the owner or, is or, and or usually it's one of the owners that does it or yeah. that yeah so yeah like it's a kai bar uh stew is doing all that stuff for himself yeah. so here here at the <clears> diner <throat> it's uh it's ashley ashley's mm-hmm. one of the owners Oh, wow. Just, yeah, she's like, yeah. yeah and you can save it. a lot of money doing that. It's just, you know, if you're good at numbers, like, I'm definitely not good at numbers. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, we, you know, certain uh, smaller restaurants, we basically just kind of had the, um, from the get go, we just tried to explain to people, like, hey, we're a small company. And if we bring you this fish, you know, um, we expect an e transfer or COD um, mm-hmm. and e transfer by the end of the week. And that's just how we operate. Um, and, you know, I don't think that's a crazy question to ask. But for some no. restaurants, like, they were, like, shocked that we asked them that. For real. Yeah. And uh, we've had incidents with certain <laughs> certain people I'm where, like... like you name names? <laughs> no. <I'm kidding. laughs> not yet. Not yet. Certain people that, uh, you know, like, we'll text them at the end of the week. We'll be like, hey, uh, just letting you know, you stole us this much. Let us know when you can get it to us. And next week goes by. And like three weeks went by and uh, we were just having a meeting me and John it was like midnight or something like that because it was after I was done work this was last summer and um, yeah so we messaged this particular chef and we we're like hey just third time reminding you uh, you owe us you know six hundred dollars mm-hmm. and uh, he got super upset with us he was like how dare you fucking text me at midnight he's like I'll fucking send you the money tomorrow bro and he called us bro and I was like okay Good. so I like Hey, hey, bro, why didn't you send you, it two weeks ago? Yeah, but also, like, what boggles my mind is the fact that, you know, this person's business is uh, already operating and has already used our product to make this their own business money. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, it's where's, just like a, a, a yeah. non-perishable where, where, item. Where's that the is return, just, son? Like, yeah. yeah. And it's not like it's a non-perishable item. It's like a very perishable item. Like, it's a fish, and they've sold it already. So they've already made profit on this or if they didn't not my problem yeah exactly so you know some people are a little bit touchy-feely about it and i get it like small businesses are hard to run but you know bigger businesses was the the thing that was surprising to me like i think it's more so a thing of the fact that like larger uh corporate uh restaurants they have you know one bookkeeper that are doing like the taxes and all that stuff for you know Mm -hmm. five six restaurants yeah so they don't really understand that like this for this one particular restaurant under this restaurant group they're gonna do you know check on delivery and stuff like that whereas yeah. like all the other suppliers just accept it that's you know it's systemic right it's it's mm. the same thing it's like if we're the only supplier asking for cod then 
why would they go with us when they could get cheaper fish? But like that's the whole thing, right? Because yeah, of the yeah. quality and all these other things. Yeah. So. Well, and that's and that's got to be half the half the education is not necessarily just the pay me when I ask to be paid, or or like uh, check check on delivery or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's like educating someone that look our fish is procured and processed in a certain way so that it does last longer. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like an EKG made fish lasts what? Yeah, fifty I mean, percent longer. I mean, yeah, if, if, even be, if you're not like intentionally aging it. Yeah, definitely fifty percent. I mean, like I've aged fish up to four weeks. Four weeks is a little bit too much for me, uh, but it obviously depends on the fridge. Depends on a lot of factors. But like, sure. I've never tried it with a, a fish that comes up in the net that was dead. But you know, the thing is, because it has to be alive if you're going to spike it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely a lot longer. It's going to last a lot yeah, longer. Yeah. Right. Sure. Like, so it's like. Not only are you going to have the opportunity, let's say if you're already like, you know what, man, I'm only going to sell a few of these, mm-hmm. but like, uh, these guys need me to order a minimum mm-hmm. to get it here mm-hmm. and like, cool, I'll have two weeks to sell it yeah. given your fridge and all those factors, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously maybe your fridge goes out and everything goes to shit anyways, <laughs> so, yeah. which is not uncommon, but like how do you, it's, it's almost more of an education element or mm-hmm. it sounds like as much as you're trying to be the guys who are standing out and not trying to take too much of the value of your business on, on, on credit, Mm -hmm. essentially, like, it's also like, Hey, if you buy the nicer fish, it lasts longer and you have more of a chance to sell it and you can put the little Ikejime word on your bloody menu and people will pay $2 more for that dish. Yeah, and, and that's, not to mention that prices all just went up because in January. Yeah, and actually our so, prices have stayed the same. <laughs> for real? There yeah. you go. Like yeah. you're already. And that's due to the fact that we buy directly from the fisher folk yeah. and give it directly to the restaurant, right? Like yeah. there is no middleman, so we don't have to pay an extra uh, markup yeah. because yeah. there's for nobody now, else marking it. For now, it you up. guys are the bloody. We're middleman. still buying it for for yeah. a certain amount of pounds, uh, dollar per pound, and we're still selling it for a certain dollar per pound, right? Yeah. So it's, it's up to us if we want to change that or if we want to give the fish folk more money. It's not up to three other people who've touched this fish, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah, 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 for the education thing, I think is is a huge thing. Like, and that's you know we did this exercise um, back in October um, where we tried to figure out exactly like. You know, the reasons why we get out of bed in the morning to like do this business, like mm. for John and me specifically, right? And and really like delved into therapy? like <laughs> No, but we should sounds like couples therapy. Uh. Uh, but yeah, no, and um, you know, education was definitely one of the main pillars of this this business and because mm. the thing is is like, yeah, we could be like, Okay, cool, we got this cool fish and we're gonna sell it to you, but like and it's EKG man, it's kind of a buzzword, right? It's like but if people don't know what that is or why it costs more or why, you yeah. know, and it's, my, why, it's not because why should I eat this over yeah. the well I've been buying from the Portuguese fishmonger for exactly. the last 20 years and some chefs are like that they're like hey man I can get I can get lake trout for a dollar pound and we're like cool are you happy with that quality and they're like I can get it for a dollar yeah. you're like bitch you didn't exactly. answer my question <laughs> exactly so yeah. you know it's you know me and John didn't get into this because we wanted to make money we didn't get into this because we wanted to you know have an easy go of things we got yeah. into it because we wanted to change how things now are. now obviously you're still running a business so yes you're trying to make a certain amount of money but yeah. you're not you're not trying to but that wasn't the driving factor. for bloody yeah for to to become millionaires right exactly i mean yeah. like if it happens great but i mean unlikely <laughs> <laughs> not saying yeah. it can't be done but yeah yeah unlikely but yeah um, the education thing is huge for sure yeah fuck yeah. man I don't know, man. I think, I like, it's funny because I was literally having this conversation with uh, one of the cooks here at the diner. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, just for anybody listening, we are recording at uh, White Lily because I have keys and it's quiet. <laughs> um, now that we have unplugged the fridge, it's quiet. Yeah, shh. <laughs> you can't tell them our secrets. Bro. <laughs> um, no, but I was talking with uh, the other cook, Jake, and he was, it's funny because Literally, I've been like, since you guys had been bringing fish down, I was like, cool, I want to do something with it. Mm-hmm. And talking to the owner and just being like, like, my boys are bringing this stuff in. Mm. It's great stuff. I brought some in. He tried it. He's like, oh, this is good. He's like, but I have my fish guy. And I'm like, your fish guy brought me a bag, a fish in a bag that still was rigor. Mm, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, we, yeah. we've already had this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no need to put him on blast. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 
he serves a purpose. Um, yeah. I mean... But, but like, literally, I was having this conversation with him, mm. and then two, three days ago, Jake's like, yeah, Ben was talking about Infinity Fish, and I'm like, fucking what? <laughs> Hello. And of course he says it to you yeah. and not me, because all I would have said was, fucking told you yeah. so, dude. But, like, obviously, I'm not... Ben and I do not have a bad relationship in, yeah, that, yeah, in yeah. that regard, but it's like, a come so. on, son. Like, I hate to say a toe to so, but I fucking <laughs> a toe to so, okay? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, like, that supplier, that supplier is great, like, comparatively to the most suppliers, right? Like, to get fish that's still in rigor is, is actually much better than what most yeah. people pay for. Yeah. So, you know, our product, what I think, is uh, definitely a step above that. Yeah, oh, uh, for sure. It doesn't go into rigor until, like, the day after you get it kind of thing, yeah. but, um, yeah, I mean... I get it. People are like, this guy gives it to me for this price. I know it's quality and I know it's consistent and I know. Well, and, and chefs are just so bloody stubborn. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of times people will come into the diner and just be like, Hey, I'm with this dry goods supplier. I'm like, cool. Thanks for your card. I'm just gonna throw it in the garbage because I know, cause I know he's not going to switch. Gonna switch yeah. I know we're not going to switch yeah. because we get the prices we want from this yeah. one. And he's been buying from him for 15 exactly. years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why at, would you? At many different restaurants. And it's like, I, I trust this person. Yeah. I trust this dry goods supplier or I trust um, 100K to bring me my stuff or mm-hmm. I trust whoever whoever it is, right? Uh, Canway or 100K or, 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 or Bondi or whatever. Yeah. It's like you have these relationships. So now, I mean, I imagine, and that's where I think the credit conversation and the, mm. the, the COD conversations become that much trickier for you guys. Or I would imagine yeah. they do. For certain chefs, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, chefs have told us, like, oh, yeah, like, the, but as I said before, like, I can get it for way cheaper, and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, like, it's hard to preach to somebody, and, like, these are times when we've, like, walked in with free fish, like, give out as a sample, right? Yeah, like, hey, here's a filet, Yeah, give which it is, a go. like, to me is, like, pretty shocking, like, if I was a chef and somebody came into my restaurant and gave me a free sample of something, I would be like, wow, thank you so much, not yeah. like, hey, I can get this for cheaper, basically fuck off kind of thing so yeah. <clears throat> i mean yeah it's it, convincing the masses is going to be part of our full-time job but i mean like yeah i'm okay with that like i'd rather you guys are in a good good part of the part of the city though for like mm-hmm. at least for 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 the woke crowd and the mm-hmm. the people that will support that yeah and like, we've we've done a lot of work to like you know with the instagram page and doing uh, catering and stuff like that and doing mm-hmm. like uh not direct to home but we've had like a little bit of private sales to like people that are just yeah. you know will post on the instagram and they're like oh we got some smoked fish and they'll pick some stuff up and it's really created a lot of hype and i think there's a lot of people in the neighborhood that are super excited for us to open and yeah. it's yeah it's gonna be good well i know your your old restaurant fucking sakai bar is literally across the street Li- so directly across the street they don't have to age their fish in, in their janky ass system. yeah <laughs> they can just be like yeah, yeah it's aging across the street i'm gonna go yeah. pick it up for service exactly. and i'll be back in 30 seconds yeah they got they 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 get they get what i wanted yeah. when i was the chef there yeah, yeah. yeah it's, 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 yeah no but it'll be it'll be a good uh, neighborly situation we're thinking about getting a smoker and stuff like that and yeah well john john was talking like to me about uh about the southern pride that that we have mm-hmm. um and I, I was telling him i was telling him, i was like Look, man, it's really good for hot smoking. Yeah, really good for hot smoking because it you can set it to 160 degrees and it sparks the sparks the chips and it oh, does wow. like it has the little heating elements underneath hmm. the little. I'll I'll show it to you after, but cool. um, it's like I was like it works well enough for cold smoking, like mm. you. But then you'd need to either buy ice or have an ice machine because you gotta f- yeah. you gotta put a fuck ton of ice in there. You gotta put yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Like a bus bin worth of ice in there to like legitimately cool it down enough mm-hmm. to cold smoke, right? And then you're offsetting the heat in different ways, and it's like yeah. it might not be the move. So I was yeah. like, I was trying to explain to him mm-hmm. just at least the tech of that smoker, because that I think it probably would be a perfect size for you, because yeah. it's like literally not much bigger than this <laughs> this table. Yeah, yeah. Um, just like you know, five feet tall and yeah. Because if it was smaller size. than that, then it'd be annoying to do like multiple batches and yeah it's like yeah but like honestly i was telling you it's like because when i was at edgeless mm-hmm. you'd have uh we just like they didn't smoke much it was like you know they'd smoke uh, uh this they'd smoke like tongues just to put a little bit of smoke on it not like cook it in smoke yeah um 
or it would be smoking the the herring, and that only needed mm-hmm. to smoke for like fucking super light forty yeah. minutes. You know, some something super light. Um, but it was like those uh, those Canadian tire, like the the ones that like get fed by the pucks. Yeah, the little pucks. The little yeah. pucks, and like it's pretty fucking good. Yeah, it works damn good. They have really good ones at uh, like it's been fast pro shops too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 and they like they friggin' they're like five hundred bucks. Mm. They're portable. You can pick them up and move them yeah, wherever that's the fuck the most you want. Cause right? We, we don't have rear access in the building, so we'd be doing it on the on the sidewalk in the front. For real? <laughs> yeah, we don't. Yeah, it's just uh, a, yeah. So maybe you can keep it at Sakai Bar. Yeah, that's uh, that's what we're planning to do. And do it, they have the do back it in space their back space. Like that, yeah, because oh, they, then they can use it. We can both use it. And stuff yeah. Like that, so. Get, yeah. get fucking, uh, what's his face to pay for it? Yeah. <laughs> Stu, stop paying attention right now. Um, <laughs> earmuffs, Stu. Earmuffs. Um, we'll just take the headphones out for the next 30 seconds. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, man, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited for you guys. Like, I think, I think it's just, I, I think it's really beautiful. And I think, the reason I'm more excited, no offense, John, I'm more excited <laughs> for you is because I've seen, mm. I saw where your career started. Yeah, yeah. I saw how it's progressed. Yeah, the very beginning. To a degree, right? Like, yeah. literally your first station. Yeah, first station and I, <laughs> absolute failure. <laughs> yeah, it's like I did an any better job. Yeah, yeah. Um, if anything, I learned way slower and did worse, mm. but those are, you know. My own negative self-talk, but mm-hmm. um, I think I think it's beautiful because I've seen, and and it only makes me happier to be your friend and mm. someone who loves you is just to see the progression and to see you know the white hair start to come in and see <laughs> how you're forming this life mm-hmm. that revolves around creativity and mm-hmm. happiness and business and. And and you're becoming this multifaceted fucking human. Yeah. And it's beautiful. It, from from at least I'm I'm sure there are times when all you want to do is just grab a fucking pillow and scream into it, or fucking just scream out loud, or yeah. kick your dog, or um, <laughs> no, never, <laughs> never. But yeah, sometimes, uh, no. <laughs> but like there there I. Mm-hmm. By no stretch of the imagination do I think it's like this beautiful little journey you're on. Yeah. It's like, yeah. But to see the evolution mm-hmm. is the beauty for the onlooker. Yeah, I think in for in sure. in my case, speaking solely from yeah. my my own perspective. Yeah, I think it's. I'm really know, I'm, I'm really proud of you. Thank you very much. Proud of both of you, that. but you more. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it's been. Uh... John's not an addict. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's at it easy. He has less to be worried about. <laughs> oh my god! Slash, go for a cry, John. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's been it's been uh you know it's funny like i got married in october and that was like a huge part of my life and Mm -hmm. all that stuff so like a lot of last year was that and then also running the restaurant and it's been like slowly but surely like there's always new challenges and it's weird because like my life right now i'm doing you know i'm trained as 13 years for a chef to be a chef and i'm like okay how much does this fridge cost and can it fit within our budget and how much like how big is it can it fit within the space limits yeah, and all this yeah. stuff what type of compressor do we need i'm just like no fucking clue what i'm doing but it's like yeah. every day is like don't a worry new, there's youtube videos you right? know yeah <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that right so yeah. and like designing a brand and like working an instagram page and stuff like that it's like yeah and it's like it's not social media anymore it's this it's is my business. business yeah and this is my business if it wasn't now. for instagram we wouldn't have a business which is like crazy yeah. but it's true yeah. but uh well good on you guys for utilizing the bullshit that is the internet yeah to, to your advantage exactly right but yeah no it's uh it's super satisfying and, and it's, you know, John as a business partner, he's going to laugh when he hears this, but, or he never listens to these anyways. So fuck him. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, we, this could literally just be a venting session about how much we hate that certain guy. parts of John. I mean, we love most of them, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> almost all of them, but um, no, he's so funny. He's just such a, he's such a worry wart. So like the last like eight things that we accomplished together for the business are like, oh, like, we found a space, or, like, uh, we signed the letter of intent, and then we signed the lease, or, like, little, like, milestones like that. Yeah. For me, it's, like, important to celebrate those things, because otherwise yeah. I just get bogged down and, like, oh, my God, we got so much to do. Yeah. But for John, he's just, like, 
I cannot <laughs> I make fun of him because he's like it's hard for him to celebrate those little things mm. so yesterday we actually like, went for a drink after we signed the lease and it was like, the first time I've seen him like be like oh like I, I oh did god, something life is sick yeah <laughs> I was just like wow John like you're actually being an adult is fucking lit yeah, bro. yeah. <laughs> so it's it's interesting I, like I've yeah a lot of the time I'll have to like mm. force him to celebrate and stuff like that yeah. it's, it's good, well, it's, it's, good. It's, it's a good dynamic maybe you guys can like implement some kind of like a like a thing at the restaurant or something like on mm-hmm. i mean because you're gonna be there or not the restaurant sorry the shop mm-hmm. um so used to saying the restaurant yeah um <laughs> maybe you guys can like have a little a little fucking ritual you do on like because mm-hmm. you're gonna be there every day of life for the next foreseeable number of years yeah it's a so five-year like, lease yeah so there you go five years for an option for another five years so there you go um you can, you know, you can, uh, you can have a little ritual on your on the day when you're closed. Yeah. Maybe you guys can like, I don't know, throw paint against the wall or something. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> break um, some, break some plates. Just, just ruin the decor. Yeah. And then fix it. Yeah. And then open again off. for another six days. Um, <laughs> five days. Five days. Five days. Five days. You guys yeah. are starting at five. Yeah, that's like a big thing for me. I was talking with my therapist again about this too. It's um. You know, I worked 13 years pretty hard. Uh, maybe, to... maybe the move is give yourself a break. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> or not, like... not a break, but, like... Not a break, but, like, the prior, thing is, is like, that... Like, prioritize giving your mental health a, yeah. uh, a breather. I think I think day. John, you know, has the, the thinking of, like, oh, let's start with six days, and then if we realize really quickly we don't need six days, then let's switch to five days. Whereas I'm, like, well, what if we go for a whole year of doing six days, and then I'm burnt out, and I don't want to do it? Because, like, for me, yeah. it's, you know, me and John are in different parts of our lives yep. uh, he's a little bit younger than i am and you know i'm trying to start a family you know yep. what i mean I'm, I'm not trying to work six days a week like yep. i didn't work 13 years you know almost 90 hours a week to now open my own business and i get it i'm a business owner like i will be working on my days off yeah. like taking calls taking orders all that stuff i'm okay with that but, but there's actually a, being there's the a difference between space, the physicality and the <clears throat> and just the the maintenance yeah and it affects me and I, and I know it does because you know the times that i've overstretched myself it it the rest of the week suffers and so for me it's just not worth it you know like it's it's i would rather work a little bit longer have that debt not paid off a little bit longer so that because because if if i work six days a week and the debt's paid off faster and then i'm just burnt out what did i sacrifice exactly it's not worth it for me and that's the thing as a business owner that's really hard to quantify i think is like I've been at so many businesses and restaurants where they're just like oh we're gonna open more days so we can make more money it's like well hire more people or you know understand like you can quantify that more days equals more money but can you quantify that but one more day on this person's mind how much is that detrimental to like how do you quantify that right and for me i just know what my limits are and i know that well and it's also just nice to have the like we have a day like let's say yeah Mm -hmm. and you're like okay let's be open fucking five days Mm -hmm. we know we're gonna be in here on our days off but maybe one of those days off we don't have to be in here and that's or we're them. only in here for an hour, and yeah. then the other day off, or yeah. day off, or the day we're closed rather, yeah. is like then we can do we can be here for thirteen hours. I don't give a shit. Yeah, but like, yeah, just knowing that I'm not gonna have to talk to somebody and give them a fucking history lesson mm-hmm. on one of those day on two days a week. Yeah. Because the, the other five days a week is literally you're just going to be a fucking yeah. TED Talk person yeah, giving exactly. the same spiel of, like, this is how it is. Yeah, the, exactly. These are the benefits. Which is something I love doing and I'm excited for. But, like, for me, it's about bookending it, right? Like, at the yeah. end of the week and, and two yeah. days, right? And for me, I my body, I know what my limits are and I know that I will not function in the same way. And for me, that's what I explained to John was I was like, what makes this business special is you and me and our personalities and what we bring to this business, mm-hmm. right? It has nothing to do, like, we <laughs> if we open we could open seven days and then just have two other losers working in there and it'd just be like every other fish shop yeah right the reason it's special is because we're going to be talking to the customers we're going to be saying hey this was caught by this person at this depth and this fish eats this thing and blah blah blah, blah. like yeah. i'm not gonna be able to do that if i work six days a week seven days a week yeah because i'm not gonna want to yeah and end up fucking stabbing somebody <laughs> may end up ikajiming fucking john I kind of want to. We should just like leave a little, leave a little like uh, uh, what are they called, uh, Easter egg or whatever, for John. Um, 
<laughs> in uh, in the podcast just to see if he actually listens to it. Yeah, and just don't say anything to him. Yeah, John has herpes. What? Because no. uh, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, his lady's gonna listen to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awkward. Um. Oh God. Okay, we're gonna stop. If you're listening to this, Bell, that was a lie. Yeah, it's all just just fibbing. Just we're just fibbing. We're just a couple of buds fibbing. A couple of couple of yokesters. Um. <laughs> Uh, okay, we're already, we're already sitting at 35 minutes. Nice. Um, let's switch it up to uh, to our next topic real quick. Um, Sugo. Sugo. Restaurant on Bloor, Bloor and uh, Lansdowne. Lansdowne. It's delicious. Uh, American-Italian restaurant who was just... A few days ago, uh, by the time this comes out, uh, I don't know, a week... Mm-hmm. Um, depending on when it was, but um, they they had like put a quote out from uh, from a, a health health official that was like, oh, yeah. "Hey, we're gonna have to live with this virus." And like As if they it was the flu, right? Something something to that Similar effect. To and basically, everyone popped off in their comments and was like, "This is bullshit!" Like just attacking them in the comments mm-hmm. and in the DMs. Uh, I don't know the DMs specifically, but. It mentions in their yeah. post a couple days later, which I would like to read. Bear with me, people, because my reading skills are lackluster at best. <laughs> but um, so this is this is the caption on Sugo's post, and feel free to go check it out. Like it, um, give them a follow for sure. You probably already are. Shout out to Sugo. Um, big shout out to Sugo. But this is what they said. They said a couple days ago I posted. So this is their uh, their owner. Uh, obviously who runs the Instagram account but mm-hmm. a couple days ago a couple days ago I posted a quote by Dr. Kieran Moore here's why for anyone who doesn't understand where I'm coming from for the last two years I've personally experienced and witnessed almost constant levels of fear from the beginning of the pandemic when I was when I was delivering food to scared single parents who had rent to pay and mouths to feed nurses who were terrified to go home after work addicts and people who love them wondering if they were if they would make it through this many friends didn't um i can only imagine he's talking about actual yeah. people and restaurants yeah um co-workers family co-workers and family members who had terminal illnesses isolating while fighting to stay alive or leave us with grace almost crippling levels of fear for restaurants gym owners uh, restaurants and gym owners losing their businesses while losing loved ones at the same time. Lockdown after lockdown, making it almost impossible to pay rent. The fear of trying to see a family member wondering if it if a rapid test may have given a false negative. The feeling of fear has not left many of us since the be- this be- this began. So when a healthcare policymaker acknowledges that we can't continue to live like this it gives me hope Mm. and lord knows you and i are fucking chock full of hope (laughs) probably too much um (laughs) i see i see some light at the end of this dark tunnel personally i'm tired of living in fear and having to experience the constant lockdowns many of us have lost our jobs savings businesses and loved ones we need to have more do we need to have some sort of a plan moving to move forward that doesn't involve locking us up sep- and separating us from each other? Mm-hmm. Um, I see statements like uh, Dr. Kieran Moore's as more as a sign of progress and hope. I look forward to opening next week to anyone that had negative things to say or think that by posting this, I am selfish or inconsiderate person please come to my restaurant next week ask for Konzo, and you can look me in the face look me in the eyes and tell me who i am or what i believe hmm. to anyone who hasn't experienced to sorry to anyone who hasn't experienced fear please understand that this has been a difficult and scary time for many of us what we need now is unity and love we need to mourn and move forward as a community. To, you know where to find me if you're hungry or need a hug. I'll be right here slaying spaghetti and pizza <laughs> like a good cook. Sugo will be open next week, Tuesday to Sunday. Pizza Conzo 
will be open Wednesday to Sunday. Peace. Hmm. Big shout out Pizza Conso as well. It's like right next door. Oh, cool. um, it's like Never yeah, a, do- a door or two over hmm. uh, further east. And like no word of a lie, when I when I read that, when I read it the first time, immediately I was like, holy fuck! Like this, I'm even now I have goosebumps. Yeah, because it encapsulates. Mm-hmm. I'm probably saying that word wrong. Still encapsulates no, um, how. <laughs> Uh, silent clapping silent clapping Um, it encapsulates the I think so much of how we're all feeling like I I say it on a regular basis like I'm fucking over it I'm over it it's not I feel as though this is my opinion I feel as though it is doing more harm than it is good now Mm. you're ruining social social fucking christ (laughs) (laughs) it's been a while since i've talked this much in front of a microphone um lord knows i ramble at people all goddamn day (laughs) but it is my opinion from talking to my brother who is a teacher seeing my niece go to school hanging out with my nephew talking to people i know that are in university um when I worked at fucking uh, Matticione, it was there. Was, there was high school students there, and like, hmm. it's hurting more than it is. And I think for him to support, like, he just, he put the put the quote up and was like, "This is an amazing like, yes." With if you're if you're letting your world be dictated by fear, what kind of world are you living in? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that certain people shouldn't have. A level of of trepidation around the virus certainly if you're immunocompromised fuck yeah dude like yeah. that's scary shit mm-hmm. especially because humans are hardwired to keep themselves alive yeah so it's it's fucking scary yeah not like and you and i are both uh dosed up i think you have a booster you've mm-hmm. got one booster you'll probably get the second one yeah another one i'm kind of of i'm of the mindset right now where if i have to get it i'll get it yeah. but for now i don't have to mm-hmm. and Lord knows I've had selfish conversations with family members. They're like, that's selfish. Specifically my younger sister. She won't listen to this either. It's great. <laughs> um, but, you know, my younger sister had told me, and she's not much younger. She's like a year and a bit. But um, she she has told me that's selfish. Because mm-hmm. she has friends that are nurses and doctors. And she's of the mindset that um, that that the vaccine is the solution. And, and she doesn't want to overwhelm hospitals. It's like... First of all, we're both young and healthy, so we're not going to overwhelm hospitals. But mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, I see it certainly from a restaurant perspective. I am so in support of Sugo and everything that they said in that post. Mm-hmm. And I think I've, and I've, I've talked with Konzo before. Like I've, I, we don't know each other well, but like. We've met each other through restaurants, and I've eaten there a bunch. And every time I see him there, if he's there, if I'm grabbing food, he daps me up. We mm. have a little chat. He's a fucking... He's, like, the nicest guy. Mm. And was doing, at the beginning of the pandemic, when he was saying... Because they were doing, with uh, Balzazare, they were doing oh, these yeah. these uh, meal drop things. So mm. they were taking, like, hundreds of meals, which nobody is paying for except yeah. for them. Balazari and him, I think, split the cost because Balazari would make the pasta. He would do everything else outside of it. They're just gift like clearly they are on the side of the community yeah. of 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 the doctors and the nurses. Mm-hmm. They were literally feeding them. Yeah, like, and I think it's, I think it was just one of those things that was absolutely mind boggling to me because I I sifted through the post that mm-hmm. that caught them some some flack mm-hmm. i sifted through the comments and people were like tagging um who's that guy adamson barbecue in it being like look at this guy and like he went back and forth with as with adamson like hey I man totally forgot about that dude Holy that guy's insane <laughs> and like he was obviously super on board with the yeah, whole truck convoy yeah, and yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. and the, the 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 white nationalist vibes that were being oh, spread yeah, there it's a whole nother bro Maybe we can talk about that in a couple weeks. Um, after we, a little bit more of that gets fleshed out. Yeah. Um, but 
he was going back and forth and he's like, hmm. look, man, because he was busting his balls about like, you should be supporting the truckers if you support this. It's like, not my cause. No, 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 no. No, no. Not my cause. You're not understanding don't, what don't, I'm saying. Don't try and drag me into this, dude. Yeah. Like, you're not getting it. You're not getting it. I love the people that support my business. I support the people of my community. And you don't do that. That's yeah. quite the opposite of what yeah. you, you said. Fuck the community. Fuck all the situation. Only his community can yeah. succeed. His, 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 exactly, his right? Community. Yeah. 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 His, his, uh, kind of Maybe he's not specifically said that, but you, yeah, you yeah, get the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> you get the vibe from him. Um, but it was it was one of those things that just it filled my heart with joy. And Conzo, I I genuinely hope you listen to this. You probably won't, but <laughs> maybe you will in in time. Maybe enough people can can uh, tag you in this and or send it to you. But <laughs> I think that was the absolute most genuine thing I have seen on social yeah. media from a business owner. in such a long time. Yeah, from yeah, like where it wasn't like I'm not pandering. This is how I feel. This is how I process what's happening. And I speak for the community that I am involved in. Mm -hmm. And And, and maybe not even speak for them, but these are thoughts that every restaurateur has had. Mm -hmm. I am afraid for my well-being. I'm afraid for my staff's well-being. I'm afraid for um, my customers. I'm afraid Mm -hmm. for... There's, there, there was the, the, the dominance of fear. And, like, over, I think, probably a year or two, a, a year or two, a year and a bit ago, it's like, I'm not letting, no, I'm not, the fear doesn't dominate me anymore. Mm-hmm. For, like, a solid year, the first year of the pandemic, I was I was fearful. For yeah, sure I was. I was like, was. I don't want, I don't want the diner. I don't want my home to go away. This is my home. Yeah. And everyone who works in restaurants will understand that. Like, and if you don't work in restaurants, it's like, imagine... Imagine the place that you put so much of your life and your creativity and your physical energy and just your your entire being. Imagine you putting all of that into a place and then someone tells you, you can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So, like, in that respect, good on you, Adamson, because you said fuck it. But you did it super wrong. Yeah. And irresponsibly. And- really irresponsibly and super, super sketchy. Yeah. But there's an element to it where I bet the majority of restaurants wish they could have done that. Mm-hmm. Wish they were that irresponsible to a degree to do that. Most of them aren't. Yeah. They're much more thoughtful. And we're like, no, we're not, we're not playing those games. Like, mm-hmm. We need to follow the rules. And hopefully by following the rules, we don't get screwed. Now, a bunch of people did. Yeah. Which is where he's talking about it. And he's like... Or I imagine how, how I interpret it, mm-hmm. I should say. I should be very specific here. Obviously, I have not talked to Konzo. I don't have his phone number. I wish <laughs> I did. But I would... Tom Tom's opinion. I 100% would have invited him here today to talk about it. Um, slash Konzo, if you're listening, please come on the pod. Um, <laughs> open invitation. Round table. Yeah. Oh, dude. How sick would it be to have him at a round table? Um, anybody. Um, really. But, like, the way I interpret that is just look man i want to have love flow through my business again mm-hmm. not fear yeah essentially right Uni- uni- unity to. and what was the other word uh this is why i am so slow at reading but yeah um i think for me like you know i was a chef of a restaurant for a year and a half during the pandemic and i did brand new menus every single week and tried to figure out how to fit those plated dishes and you're you know charging a decent price point so you had to figure out how to make the food look pretty and then how it was going to travel you had to like heat figure out how to heat it up properly or not heat it up or give instructions to heat it up when you get back home or certain things like that it was like a brand new menu from scratch every single week and it was a lot of headaches it was that and costing those things out every single week uh and it was just me and one other guy and the owner of the restaurant and Mm. i gotta tell you it was (laughs) being that creative that consistently over and over and over again for a year and a bit was really difficult and 
you know, also for us as cooks, like just specifically, how about this, my opinion, but for us as cooks, I know I can, probably you can relate is, um, you know, cooking for people is why we got into this, right? Like making people happy and seeing people's smiles and seeing, seeing people like enjoy the food. Yeah, like that's why you cook, right? For a living. And I, I, that's why most of my friends cook. And, you know, like to have that taken out of your business is a huge deflation and it sucks. And, you know, I think the first couple lockdowns made sense. I think they may have gone on for a little bit too long. And I think that this is my opinion, you know, yeah, both of the us. government we put a little disclaimer. Yeah, there. my opinion, like, right? And this and podcast is the express opinion of both Matt exactly. and Tomas. We are not doctors. All yeah. that do one of those like quick little yeah. things. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's just like for yeah. me, it's at this point, like this last one. Yes, I get it. There was a new strain, all that stuff. But like, the thing is, is that it's it's a blanket. It's it's a uh, it's throwing a blanket on a fire, right? It's like it's not actually understanding what the consequences are for small businesses because it's not in their interest. To, to worry about small businesses, right? Yeah. Like it's it's really doesn't affect them, right? Yeah. Like LCBO's doing fine, you yeah. know. Like they're still charging Dude. fucking restaurants up the up the ass for for alcohol, which is like ridiculous to me. Um, but it's just you know it's just meant to to not prioritize small businesses. And I and I feel for this guy. He's been you know he's the owner, right? Like I'm I'm just opening my business. So like who knows how I'm gonna feel in a year, but. I think the the living in fear is a total real thing like I can relate to that in like you know I had my wedding in October and I haven't seen my grandfather he's 93 years old I haven't seen him for two and a half years now yeah not one time and he's 93 like he's getting old and he's my last living grandparent and he was supposed to come to the wedding and he didn't Mm -hmm. right so things like that like living in fear of like this man like you know going on and passing on before I get to see him again and stuff like that and you know, we've all lived in fear and I think there's just a smarter way to go about it, right? Like actually considering other human beings rather than just being like, oh, we're shutting down. Uh, that's all we got. Yeah. And then it's just like, yeah, well, like, what does that actually let's, mean let's, for let's everybody Let's do this else? thing again that hasn't helped the last two times we've done it. Yeah. And I mean... <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that. I, I, like I said, I stopped living... I, I was like, I'm not living in fear anymore a year ago, which mm-hmm. also meant I stopped looking at the numbers. I was oh, like, I stopped looking at the numbers a long time ago because it was too depressing. It yeah. really... It just amps it up. Yeah. And it becomes like they're, they're fucking playing a game with us. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason it struck such a chord with literally any restaurant owner that I know like that fucking post. And if you didn't, you're a piece of dog shit. Like... <laughs> Again, my opinion. I will find you. <laughs> no, I'm not going to find you. I'm fucking tired of an up since 6 a.m. I don't yeah. have time to find you. But I think it. I think it's just like... It reminded me... And I think I think this summer it's like, man, we got we to gotta be done with it. Like, look, COVID's here to stay. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be getting like I'm not even calling it a vaccine anymore. I'm calling it a shot. Like it's like you get the flu shot, you're gonna get mm-hmm. a COVID shot in January or because the flu shot is a no- vaccine. November or whatever the fuck it is, right? Yeah. Like it's like just just get the shot. They'll probably end up just giving you the flu and the COVID one. Mm-hmm. They'll like mix it together and make your make a little mocktail a little for you and just <laughs> pop it in. You know what I mean? Like we're good to go. Cool. Do I need this shot to go out to restaurants? Great, I'll get the shot. But like. I think if you, the way I, the way I found myself thinking when it was, when I was allowing that fear to dominate was very similar to when I was using, hmm. where interesting I was afraid to venture outside of the feeling of what it is. Of having feelings. You just wanted to be numb. Yeah. And not have feelings. I yeah. just wanted to... Now, I curbed that relatively quickly because I was like, nah, I, I, I don't want to feel that. Yeah. And then, you know, whatever, talk it out in therapy and all that stuff. But, like, it was one of those things that it was, it was, it was wild to me. I was just like, this is fucking insane. Like, I don't I, – I, I, I didn't expect it. Obviously, I didn't know what the fuck I was going to feel, right? But it was one of those things that, like, feeling like something so akin – to when I was fearful and I was using and I was uh, lying through my fucking teeth half the fucking mm. time was just like fuck man why why are why are we being put and it wasn't it wasn't just a me thing it was a society thing society in general was feeling 
like mm-hmm. like they were being for lack of a better term manipulated mm-hmm. essentially right because you're like hey whoa two lockdowns ago then you shit yeah and it's... or like or the last lockdown like this this last one that just ended air yeah. quotes i mean we're still kind of in it because restaurants and gyms are at 50 percent mm-hmm. it's like I guess it's not a lockdown. It's some more of like uh, restrictions. Call it restrictions. The more mm. fucking restrictions you put, especially for a North American society that is so individualistic, mm-hmm. or at least they think they are, or we think we are, um, is like you're manipulating the people into just mm-hmm. being fearful, and you're intentionally putting them there. Mm-hmm. And I get that, you know, the powers that be have to fucking. They have the they they have to and... think about hard things, but like, how many people died from overdose or died from you couldn't or dying or dying from still dying from all of this stuff, where it's like you're dying from drug use or depression or these things where it's like and this brings it back to like the social element to it where you're like. It's it's in in my opinion, it's doing more harm than good now. Mm-hmm. It's doing more harm than good to restrict people, yeah, I to think... to restrict like the flow of people, to restrict their almost their emotions to a mm-hmm. certain point where you're like you're just dicking around with their emotions. You're like, well, you can go to restaurants. Ha! It's like, yeah, no, uh, you can have Christmas, but like, just know we're gonna lock it down in January. Yeah, like, and I think for like, me, what are you doing, man? Like, I think for me, it's like it's it's when I said like blanket statement it's just like oh we're gonna lock down because that's just gonna fix everything but the thing is like you know it's like oh you can't go to gyms because of this this and this but like even though if you're vaccinated but it's like okay you can't go to restaurants but there's like all this like flip-flopping of just like oh but you can eat in the same distance tables outside in a covered tent like how is that any different than an actual fucking dining room it makes absolutely sweet fuck sweet fuck all sense Like, like it's Hey, do you it's guys the same have somebody thing. that would you could pay to think about this. It's the same thing, <laughs> but just only the restaurants that have the ability to have the patio are allowed to open, which is yeah. not a lot of restaurants. Nope. So it's like, what do you do? You yeah. know what I mean? Or or the restaurants that don't want to build a covered heated patio or yeah. have the money to build a covered Who heated patio are like, hey, we can't drop fucking for... ten grand into this. Yeah. Because they've we don't been, have fucking ten grand, they've, asshole. They've already been locked down for two years, right? And yeah. I think if if it was just more thought going into the individual businesses and reasons and actual tangible reasons why mm-hmm. they're giving these restrictions, yeah, like I understand it. And the not, new, just, not like, just Trudeau and Dougie trying to fucking pat their fucking uh, yeah. their, their 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 voter bases. Yeah. Like, dude, last year when Trudeau was like snap election, you're like, why? Because he. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> I didn't even want to vote for you just because of this. Yeah, literally. I yeah. didn't, but neither did I. Nah, fucking NDP all the way. Um, or I shouldn't <laughs> say all the way. I've, I've voted for him. That's our opinion. It's, yes. It's <laughs> express express verbal opinion of Tomas and Matt. Yeah. We're um, sitting fifty-eight minutes. Nice. Um, I have to pee. Nice. You have to go home and feed Marla before she starves. <laughs> and not actually <laughs> not actually baby I know I know you can cook yourself food um I feel like I feel like we I don't know you have a restaurant shout out you want to hit up or not yeah I was really. trying to think about that we don't have the... to I mean no, like no, no, we well and I think uh, we should I mean we already showed Konzo and Sugo and mm-hmm. do you have a business oh no <laughs> I had a great breakfast at the Federal today. Yeah. Uh, it's right at uh, Gladstone and Dundas. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Duncan, the brunch, Duncan, brunch there. what is Duncan's last name? Yeah, <laughs> I, I've, I've <laughs> met him a couple times. There. He used to work at Woodlot. His, yeah. his wife works at... Uh, Maticione. Maticione. Yeah, yeah. Hannah. Hannah, yeah. Trying to get Hannah on the podcast. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, she's I'd, great. I'd like to hear her talk some shit. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's like a cheese sommelier. She's a cheese sommelier? Cheese sommelier. Yeah. A chalier. Yeah, yeah. That sounds racist. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, Hannah's not racist. Um, no. Yeah, shout out to Federal. Their food's always consistently delicious, and uh, I love breakfast there. It's really good. Yes. I am going to... Ooh, shout out. Who, 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 who? Oh, yesterday, restaurants opened. I went and had a bowl of soon tofu. I was literally just going to say, you should say soon tofu. <laughs> Book Chang Dong, yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's go. On the corner. Though, they kind of dicked the rice up a bit. 
It's Clinton and uh, Bloor. Clinton right Bloor, the corner, yeah. right across the corner from Clinton. The Clinton, yeah, or Clinton's. Clinton's, yeah. yeah. Um, so Clinton's also gets a shout out. Even though, <laughs> even though <laughs> Free the bar smelled like stale beer and <laughs> piss. Um, every time, just I don't tag there. them in this. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they've cleaned it up since then. Yeah, that was years ago. But um, <laughs> but no, yeah, Bok Chang Dong. The rice was like, bro, you didn't let it get crispy. Why didn't you let it get oh, crispy? Really? Yeah, it was. I think they were just rushed, and maybe because I'm white, they're like, nah, eh, fuck them. Yeah, he's gonna eat it regardless, and I did. <laughs> and it, I mean, the soup, the, the soup portion is delicious. That that yeah. hasn't changed. It's still very tasty. Um, <laughs> Yeah, number three, kimchi. Nice. Re- regular spicy. Um, but anyways. Cool. I gotta pee before I piss myself. Yeah. Uh, I love you. Love you too. Appreciate you. And Thanks for having I me I think on. we're gonna do what, these every, every two other, weeks? Every other week, yeah. Every other week? Okay, and maybe maybe I'll spout out some, some verbal diarrhea in the weeks between. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. But I love you lots. Love you too. Bye, everybody. See ya.